How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's get into today's subject, which uh, I have no idea why I just thought of this because there was something else I wanted to address, which was a little bit darker of a subject, but I'm not even going to give the benefit of the... I'm just not even going to give them the benefit of even talking about it. Essentially, it was... Just to really keep it short, I heard of a company that is a gig worker company. And gig worker companies, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, is like Uber, Lyft, Instacart, all those companies. And I heard of this company and the premise of the company, I'm not even going to name them, is essentially they realized that during the pandemic, a lot of people had lost their jobs and they were looking for things to do and, and needed work. And so they preyed on these individuals. And when I say they preyed, the idea of even making this company is taking advantage of a certain situation. But they made a gig working company where essentially they hire people as contracted workers. And then they take these contracted workers and use them to evict people from their homes. And when I heard about a company like that, I was like, geez, how dark can you go? Like, I thought payday, like, payday loan companies were like the worst, but that has to go down in history as like the worst company ever made in America. I mean, in modern times, I mean, we could talk about in the past, a lot of shitty companies made, did a lot of bad things in the past, but um, we're not going to talk about that. I was going to do a whole podcast on that, but instead I am going to keep the humor going. And I want to tell a story about, um, and again, I don't know why I thought about this, but I'm from Florida. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, for everyone else, they're kind of familiar with the fact that I'm from Florida originally. And um, bless my mom. My mom, at a very young age, wanted to make sure that both her, both of her sons always had the opportunity to go to Disney World. And so at a very young age, I grew up in Disney, and I love Disney. I mean, I'm one of Disney's biggest fans. It's just a part of me. Um, while I was living in Florida, I always had an annual pass at Disney and I always enjoyed going to all the parks because I'm like a kid and I enjoyed going to the parks and, and just seeing everything and just being in, in Disney is just always positive. Even though I know the company itself is not as great as the theme parks want you to believe that they are, but we'll get past that again. We're not going into negative Ville. But I won't forget this time where one of my good friends, Michael, who's like a second brother to me, for every time he had a birthday, he would always ask to go to Disney and we would always stay at like a Disney hotel and we would just do like a weekend at Disney growing up as kids. Well, I think it was his 14th birthday or his 15th birthday. Uh, we were teenagers and so uh, we went to Disney and it was me, him, both of us have a mutual friend, but I met this mutual friend through him. Uh, his name is Brian, who's also a really good friend of mine. And um, a few other people were there. His his younger brother was there. But the story really just revolves around me, Brian, and Mike. And we've done a lot of uh, cool, awesome stuff. We went to Japan together. That was probably like one of the coolest moments in all of our lives. We were staying out there for three weeks, an all-expense-paid trip, and... It was a blast, but this had to be one of the funniest moments I had with Michael and Brian. And so essentially we go there uh, and I'm the worst person to take to Disney because I enjoy some of the cheesiest stuff. Like 
Just to name a few of them, if you know these, you're just as cheesy as I am. If you've never heard of these, then you walk right past these because these are the, like the buildings that – these are the things that aren't like, woo, crazy rides or whatever. And uh, a, f- a fun fact for everyone, when I was a kid, not anymore, I love roller coasters. I've, 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 I dare a roller coaster to try to – compete against how how big my cojones are when it comes to roller coasters. I, I love them. But a fun fact about me, when I was growing up as a kid, I was afraid of roller coasters because I have a, a, a deep fear of heights. And I never rode a roller coaster. The closest I ever got to riding a roller coaster as a kid was I got an Incredible Hulk at uh, Islands of Adventure in Universal Studios. And I made it all the way through the line, got on the, on the roller coaster ride, and I was with my brother, And right when they strapped me in, I backed out and everyone looked at me. They were like, come on, just stay in it. And I was like, I can't do it. Couldn't do it. And fast forward until I was 19 years old, 20 years old, 20 years old, that I went on a date with a girl or it was like a hangout with this girl that I wanted to impress. This is before I knew how to like communicate with women and, and I had just broken up with my first girlfriend and there was this girl that I had a crush on that I worked with, and uh, she wanted to go to SeaWorld. I was like, yeah, let's go to SeaWorld. And she told me, oh, my God, I love this roller coaster ride there. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. I've never been on a roller coaster ride, white lie. And she was like, oh, like I go the whole day. I'm trying to dodge doing a roller coaster. And essentially we like I'm navigating SeaWorld at, at like such a way that I'm like, I'm, we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. And finally she was like, I want to go check out the penguins. I was like, Oh shit. Like I want to check out penguins too. But the Arctic area is like close to this roller coaster. And right when we uh, got done with that, like she was like, Oh, like the day's coming to an end. Let's go ride this roller coaster. I was like, yeah, let's go ride it. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> And I'm like peeing my pants. I'm like, I don't know. I can't lie to her now. Like I've told her like I enjoyed this roller coaster. I was like, shit. Well, here we go. Can't make a fool of myself around the girl that I have a crush on. And I get on a roller coaster, go through it. And I, I want to do it again. She was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go again. And so like, because I fell in love with the roller coasters at that moment when I rode Kraken, which at the time was the tallest roller coaster in Florida. I still think it's like one of the tallest. Um, I like went through the whole thing and I, I fell in love with roller coasters. And from that point forward, I've, I've ridden every roller coaster, at every park, and, and I just enjoy them. They're a blast. Any kind of roller coaster I've been on, like I've been on world breaking roller coasters all around the world. And I just enjoy all of them. But anyways, the story takes place before all of this. So I had to preface that. So I'm not the type of person that really enjoyed. And and Disney World, uh, Disneyland has roller coasters, but Disney World doesn't. They only have Space Mountain but and the Aerosmith roller coaster. But I, I wouldn't consider the Space Mountain ride to be really a roller coaster roller coaster. And Aerosmith, I guess, kind of is a roller coaster. But they're both indoors. They're not outdoors. Whereas like Disneyland does in California have roller coasters. And I actually enjoy Disneyland. Uh, I think Disney World has got a lot more to offer. And you'll have to spend more. You'll have you'll definitely need two days to go through Disney World at least. But Disneyland you could get done in a day. And that's I actually enjoy that. And the, and the roller coasters too. But the only thing I would do that was kind of adventurous was the Tower of Terror which 
uh, I don't even know how I enjoyed doing that ride. That, that was like the only thing I could do. I could do that in a Dr. Doom ride at Universal or at Islands of Adventure, but I could never do roller coasters, but I could do those because it's, it's weird. It's like, it's really fast and you're up in the air and then you kind of just drop down. And, uh, I love the twilight zone. I think the way they did it was just like really great. Anyways. So we're at Magic Kingdom. It's like one of my favorite parks because there's literally not much crazy rides at Magic Kingdom except for Space Mountain. And Magic Kingdom's the one, if you're not familiar, Magic Kingdom's the one in Disney. So Disney World has four parks. They have uh, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, another one of my favorites. Actually, Epcot is my favorite, and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Um, Used to be called MGM Studios. And... So Magic Kingdom is also the one with the Cinderella castle. So that's Magic Kingdom. Anyways, we're at Magic Kingdom and uh, we're looking at like the map. I always like grabbing the maps. I don't know why I do that at the parks when I'm like, I've been to the park so many times I could walk through them blindfolded, but I grabbed the maps anyways. And we're looking at the maps, like what we want to do. And I'm like, oh my God, Brian. They're like so when you get to the center of Magic Kingdom, that's where the castle is, and then it branches off to different zones. To the right is where Space Mountain is, and it's like where all the space stuff is. Uh north of that is or to the northeast is like the kitty area. North of that is like um it's a small world area. I don't know how to describe that area. To the northwest is like the um frontier area, and then to the west is like the the uh, rainforest kind of area. I can't believe I still remember that. It's been forever since I've been there. But so we get to the dead center, and I'm telling Mike, I was like, Mike, I really want to do the the Hall of Presidents. And Mike's like, What's the Hall of Presidents? I was like, Dude, it's the one with the like the animatronic presidents. <laughs> it's the one where you go in. It's a, like to describe the Hall of Presidents. You walk in. It's all presidential. You're in America area, and it's all presidential. It's like on your way to the frontier region, and everyone walks past it because it's like an old building, and it says Hall of Presidents, and it looks like it's a museum area. Everyone walks right past it. No one goes to it except for like the old people. <laughs> Literally all old people go in there, and like poor kids that have to deal with like their parents that are like historians. But I liked going in there because uh, it was, you know, cool to see like the presidents there, and uh, I've I've seen all the Hall of Presidents. I haven't gotten yet to see Trump, um, so I, I need to go see that. But essentially, the way it works is that they're all the presidents, all forty. At that point, it was like forty four, forty five. I can't remember what Obama was, but Obama was forty four, right? I think so. And and the way it works, like it goes over the history of all the presidents and uh, it, it goes up in order and then it draws a spotlight and they're all like kind of sitting like as if they were signing the Declaration of Independence, but all the presidents are there. And then it briefly t- talks about every president. And then when it gets to the current president, that current president actually gets uh, to talk for like five minutes and the actual president of the time actually records a speech to give. And so I saw Bush's, I saw Obama's, I guess I haven't seen Trump's, but then, um, yeah, when, when, whenever the, the new president gets elected, then they get to have an animatronic done for them at the hall of presidents. And I, I don't know if that thing is still going on. I feel like it got shut down. 
I don't know why I heard a rumor actually now thinking about it. But anyways, before you go see all this, though, there's like a um, you get in a theater. The theater has like a screen and you watch like a, a five to ten minute video about the history of America, the Declaration of Independence and a brief history on like how we were founded and and talks about the presidents themselves, like the founding fathers. And then the screen lifts up and then you see all the animatronic presidents in front of you. And they're all pretty realistic looking too, which is kind of cool. <laughs> this is coming from a guy that enjoys this ride. But anyways, uh, so uh, we go and I'm telling Mike, like, I want to go do this. And Mike's like, yeah, for sure. Uh, just to give a brief synopsis, Mike is like the most innocent person you'll ever meet in your entire life. Always says sorry, even though if it's not his fault, very religious. He's uh, like, a, you could trust that guy with anything. Honestly, I could trust Mike with absolutely anything. That's the type of person he is. Brian is kind of like me. We're reckless. We're, he's actually at that point in my life, he's more reckless than I am. So he, he's willing to do whatever. We used to take like frozen ice and put it in water bottles and watch them explode. We paintball. We do a lot of stuff together. He was that type of friend. So we were like a weird mix. I was like in the middle between Michael and Brian. And so Mike was for sure. But the moment I said, hey, Brian, have you ever been on the Hall of Presidents? He was like, no, what's that? I was like, oh, my God. Well, how do I get this guy? I know he's going to say no. So how do I get him to go on this ride? (laughs) So I make up the biggest lie I've ever made in my entire life. And I sell it. I sell it. It was when I knew that I could sell that, I knew I could be the best salesman ever. So, um, and, and this is before I ever done a sales job. This is before I even had a job. And uh, we're in a group and I tell Mike, I was like, Mike, you have, please, for once in your life, don't, you don't need to say anything. You, I just, every time I point to you, I want you to say, yeah, that happens. I, don't, I know it's a lie. But please don't ruin this. Please don't like don't ruin this at all. He was like, "Yeah, for sure." What do you plan on doing? I was like, "I'm planning on telling Brian that this is like a roller coaster ride, and it's like one of the most intense roller coaster rides in Magic Kingdom." <laughs> and he was like, "Okay." And Brian's been to Disney just as much as I have. I feel like we all have been to Disney a lot at this point. So I have to sell this, sell this because he's never heard of it. He's never been on it, and. I have to sell it as if it's a roller coaster. So we're walking around. We're on our way to like the the uh, animal area first, and we're going through all of that. And because I know if we start at space area, and he's gonna say, "Let's get on Space Mountain," I'm gonna uh, chicken out because I'm not a big roller coaster person, or at that time, I'm not a roller coaster person. And he's gonna know that this is a lie. So I have to start him off on the left side. And he's like the whole time, he's like, I want to go to Space Mountain. I want to go over there. I'm like, dude, let's, the lines are going to be crazy. It's early on into the park. Let's wait until like the midway time period. This is all bullshit, by the way. The, the best time to go to Space Mountain is the very beginning of, of the day. But I was like, we should go over here anyways because Mike, uh, I would feel bad. Mike's uh, not into roller coasters. At that point, he wasn't into roller coasters as well. And so I was like, dude, that, that would be really scummy to like go over there and me and you are having fun and he doesn't get to do anything and he's like okay fine so we go to like the animal area right and we're doing like all like the the rainforest stuff and we're making our way to the frontier frontier region and the the most popular thing there is pirates of the caribbean and so we get there 
we do pri- pirates. We get off, and I'm like, Brian, um, dude, I have to tell you about this crazy ride. I know I asked you what the Hall of Presidents were, and you, you told me you didn't know what it was, but I have to tell you, this is the craziest ride. We need to go there. He was like, I'm not going to the Hall of Presidents, dude. That's like sounds like something stupid, like it's a museum. I'm like, no, dude, it's not at all. And <laughs> I like make sure to throw away the maps, like at this point. Like I make sure like we don't have maps. And I'm like, Brian, no, seriously, this is like the craziest ride ever. Everyone thinks it's like something to do with just like the presidents, but it's not. He's like, what is it? I was like, okay, dude, so this is how it goes. So you first you get into the um to the area. It's like a waiting area. It's like all presidential. It's kind of like the White House looking kind of thing. You really have to ignore this because they don't really hype this up because they don't want people to know how cool of a ride this is. And he was like, dude, that already sounds fishy. I was like, Mike, it's, tell him, tell him. And he knows that Mike doesn't lie. So when I have Mike tell him like, this is all like, uh-huh, yeah, that, that happens. Brian's like, okay, that maybe he's telling the truth because he would know if Mike was telling a lie because Mike never tells a lie. And so I'm like, yeah, Mike, does, isn't it like start off this way? And it, at first, that's the truth. It does start off that way. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, so afterwards, what happens? We get into a theater. We watch a, like a small thing on the president. It has to go over all that. It's uh, and he was like, okay, that's stupid. Why would I want to do that? I was like, dude, trust me. Just the next part's crazy. And so I was like, so right after that, what happens is that we get into a, a presidential limousine. And uh, so after the theater, they walk everyone in to the next spot. And there you're waiting on a presidential limousine. Everyone gets in. It fits about like six people. And in it is JFK narrating. And what I'm about to say, remember, I'm immature. I'm 14 years old, 15 years old. Uh, I don't think this is funny. Um, I like, I'm an adult now. This is, it's just the, 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 me getting my friend Brian to get, to do something like this is the humorous part. This part is not funny. And again, remember, this is coming from a teenager. Anyways, going back to the story. I have to tell that because the next part is kind of it's kind of messed up what I say, but it, it it sold it at that point. So I tell Brian, so we get in a presidential limousine and JFK is the president that narrates uh and we go through like Washington DC and he goes over like the history. He's like, That sounds boring. Why don't why would I want to do that? And I was like, Well, the <laughs> That dude, this is so stupid. I I don't know how he believes this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I tell him as we're going through all of this stuff and talking about the history of the presidents, as JFK is narrating this, all of a sudden he gets assassinated. And he was like, there's no way they would show that. I was like, dude, it's historical. They, They show this. And I was like, at that point, the car drives really fast. And you, and like, it's like the, um, I tell him it's kind of like the Epcot ride, uh, like when you go into the countries and you do like the boat rides and like the one in Mexico where you're kind of starting off like a, a, like a easy boat ride and then it starts to get really fast at the end. It's a, still a simple boat ride, but it's really fun. And I was like, it's kind of like that where essentially JFK gets assassinated. The car drives off really fast 
and you learn a little bit part of history. But it's pretty insane. Just like the whole thing is is wild as hell. Like being in the limousine when JFK gets assassinated, you just don't expect it. And he was like, huh, that sounds kind of cool. Let's go do that. I was like, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> so we go and like he looks i'm like mike this is this happens right and mike's like yeah that all that happens and again i I don't ask him details i don't ask him to describe it but mike at this point kind of i've never seen him do this either he kind of has fun with the situation as well and so it's like yeah brian it's crazy how that like ride happens and i'm looking at mike i'm like oh my god he's selling it with me that's great and so at that point, that's when Brian's like, okay, yeah, for sure. I want to go do this. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's go. So we go to the Hall of the Presidents. Of course, there's absolutely not that many people in there. And he's already getting suspicious. He's looking at me while we're in there like, dude, seriously, I'm seeing like kids in here and old people. I'm like, trust me, man. Everyone gets this wrong impression. And then they tell people at the end of the theater, this is what's going to happen. They ask people if they want to do it. That's why a lot of people don't really, they, they kind of leave after the fact because they get this misimpression. And he's like, I don't know, man. This seems really fishy. I was like, trust me. And you see people in like colonial outfits, like impersonating as if like they're people from the colonial times. And, and, um, and, and so they're going over like some history and you see uh, memorials of different things and, and like monuments and and manuscripts and like things all from history that you walk around. He's like, man, this is really boring and you have to wait because it's like a theater. And so I'm like, Brian, trust me, it's really fun. Just hang in there. So we get in. Finally, it's our turn, like our group to go into the theater and we go and we sit down in these seats. He's like, dude, he's so strapping. I'm like, dude, does this look like a limousine? This is the theater part that I was telling you about. He was like, okay. And so it does the whole like five, 10 minutes of like talking about like the history of America. And it's like the very end. I can't keep because I know what's about to happen. I start laughing and he looks at me. He's like, dude, what's so funny? I'm like, dude, it's just waiting for the limousines, man. You're going to be so stoked. And he's like, dude, this is, this is, bull isn't it you lied to me i was like no i didn't lie to you and you see the theater part come to an end and then you see the curtain lift i'm like brian this is the part this is the part where we go to the limousine and you just see the curtains lift up and all you see is the presidents as animatronics sitting on a stage and he looks at me and he's like dude screw you man i'm like (laughs) and i'm dying of laughter i'm almost peeing my pants because I get this guy who in a million years would <laughs> never sit down in a theater to watch anything, especially anything to do with presidents. And I think to this day, that's why my friend Brian is not the most presidential type of person. He doesn't really talk about politics unless it affects him. <laughs> no, honestly, no. Uh, and he's uh, he's a very smart person. He actually has a very high IQ. And, and, like, that's the type of friends that they were. They were, like, really intellectual people. But Brian was just, like, a reckless person with a, with a high IQ. But um, I just – it was the funniest moment ever. And from that day forward, Brian's never trusted me about anything, I feel like. Uh, and I don't think he'll ever <laughs> – I like – I would love, I'm going to tell him about this podcast so I could get his insight on like, if I left out any details, this is on memory from like 18 years ago, but it was definitely the funniest moment I've ever had. And actually it wasn't Obama. 
It had to be Bush, right? 18 years ago. Man, how long has it been? Yeah, had it, it had to be. Yeah. What am I talking about? It had to be Bush. So it wasn't even Obama. It was Bush. I, I'm getting confused with me in the future going to go see the Hall of Presidents after the fact. Because like I said, I enjoy it. It's one of the... Magic Kingdom has two things that I enjoy. The Hall of the Presidents... You can judge me all you want. Now I'm going, that's going against Space Mountain. That's going against all the things there. Um, and the second one is the uh, Carousel of, man, what is that? What is that? Uh, magic Kingdom. Carousel. Carousel of Progress. Damn it. I knew that. It's the Carousel of Progress. Another very cheesy ride. That I think I got Brian on as well, but he was at that point. It was the end of the day, and he just didn't care. But I made him believe that that was also a pretty intense ride. But I love the Carousel of, of uh, Progress and the Hall of Presidents. You know that lets you know right there that I'm a big hist- history person and science person because those are my two favorite rides in the Magic Kingdom. And in Epcot, Epcot has a ton of fun stuff. Nothing crazy. But in Epcot, my favorite ride is the ride inside the dome. So in Epcot, you'll know what Epcot is because it's the one with the dome, like the big dome. And everyone, every time I describe that, what's in there, I always lie to everyone that's never been inside of it. And they, because I always tell them it's a roller coaster. And it is a coaster, but it's not a roller coaster. It's a very slow-moving ride that goes through the history of time and of man. And everyone hates that ride. I love that ride. It's slow. It's fun. I have some pretty interesting stories on that ride that I'm never going to be able to share on this podcast. But, um, yeah, that's one of my favorite rides just because it's it's historical. I love history. You know, you could get mad at me, whatever. I don't care. But uh, that's just, like, my favorite things. But I'll never forget that day. That I fooled my buddy Brian into going to the Hall of Presidents. That has got to be one of the funniest moments ever. But anyways, I don't know if I could ever replicate how humorous that was. Because you guys don't know who these people are. But just know that (laughs) honestly it was the funniest moment ever. I could not believe I got him to believe all of that nonsense. And it wasn't if a majority of that was because my friend Mike. So Mike, thank you so much. And you'll always be part of that memory, man. And actually, funny enough, Michael is actually the guy that hosts the the RPG sessions that we do every Sunday. He's our dungeon master. So if you ever hear me talk about Mike, that's him. Uh, Like I said, he's a a brother to me. But anyways, thank you guys so much for hearing me talk about this funny story. I don't know why I thought of it. Um, I think because I knew I was coming into this about to talk about a very dark subject. I was like, you know what? Screw that. Think of something funny really fast. And that was like the first thing that come to me. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you guys mañana. Peace.